Welcome to Inspiration Narratives, a short series of conversation highlighting creatives from underrepresented communities. In honoring their work and creativity, we take a deeper dive into the times, moments, and influences that encapsulates why these creatives do what they do, and if, how, and where they use their medium to celebrate the cultures they come from. These are the stories that need to be told. This is Inspiration Narrative. I think the classic um, answer to why you write for kids is that you're, you're writing for kids now, the children who are sitting down and watching your television. For me, that's not really the honest truth. I'm writing for myself because I had a childhood that felt very isolated and felt, um, I always felt to the left of center. I always felt on the outside of things. And I, I didn't necessarily even understand what it was that made me different. Um, and, and there were several things probably that did. Obviously, uh, the fact that I was LGBTQ and it was, you know, I was growing up in the 70s, those things left me in a, in a place where um, I felt very, very othered. And I'm so often writing today about the feelings that I had then. And, and to me, the great uh, writers for kids are the ones who are able to access their own pain and write about them in a, in a completely different way and, and try to move a new generation into a better space. Was you, would you say that there's a specific moment that you were like, man, like this certifies and kind of validates me being on the right track to get into to what I'm doing? I think there was sort of the the classic external version of um, I, I got a lot of sort of great feedback about what I was doing, and so I ended up on this path. But for me, the the moment where it all came together really was um, I created a, a show called Doc McStevens. And um, what's interesting to me about about Doc and the journey of Doc is that, you know, I. I, I was not in a place where I could write about my own family and my own experience. But because of the way that I had grown up and, and my own knowledge of what it was to not see myself on TV um, or see myself represented in film or in any other space, when I was given the opportunity to, to create an African-American lead character for my show, I, I, I jumped at it because I, because that was the, representation that I knew I could talk about, even though I couldn't talk about my own. And the response from putting that show out and seeing the depths um, of power, the amount of power there is in, in showing people who are not used to seeing themselves an image of themselves in, in, a, in a positive light, that for me was the moment that everything about my career came together. And it also really motivates me to figure out what are the next steps to talking about also my, my own life, my own family, my son's life, and making sure that representation is clear for everyone across the board. Yeah, that's amazing. What would you say, like, when you look at that representation, when you look at, like, when you first started, when you were telling of those sort of impactful times or moments um, that encapsulated why you got into it, what would you say on this journey um, throughout the years and you know, first of all, having the opportunity to create um, something like a Doc McStuffins and talk about, you know, people that are other, be that LGBTQ, be that African-American, be that Latino, be that woman, right? Um, what would you say your experience is like when you look at your journey um, from start 
to to now um, and being a creative? Because I'm sure you there were other things that you did creatively outside of writing, maybe that be drawing or music. Um, so what would you say your experience is like uh, or has been like being an LGBTQ creative or being a part of, you know, being a creative that's a part of the LGBTQ community, you know, professionally and even before you got into um, your professional career? I mean, I'm a big believer that the things that make us different and the things that push us to the outside are actually our superpowers if we accept them as that. Um, You know, I always look at my journey and think, first of all, I know that I have an incredible sort of resource of feeling um, and of all of those things that make you the oddball out often make you the most interesting people. And so I'm super grateful to have the stories to tell and the feelings to feel that I can write about. But I also, in a really just like, and to me, this this crosses over into any part, um, it doesn't have to be a creative endeavor, that there was never gonna be a normal path for me. Um, I'm not someone who passes. Uh, again, I, I started working seriously in the 90s. Um, but even today, I, there was never, I was never going to be the person who was just like all the other girls and was going to, you know, hang out with people and be the one who looked like them that they wanted to help and move up in business. The only way that I was ever going to be exceptional in what I did was to be exceptional. (laughs) I had no other choice. There was no middle road to getting to, to have great influence in this world. And so I had to tap into all of the things that made me be on the outside and just be better than everybody else because I wasn't invited to the to the necessarily to the drinks after work or the bridal showers or those things. I wasn't a part of that. People loved working with me, but I wasn't a part of that extra piece, which is part of how, you know, it's the classic insider outsider, how do we get places in this world and in sort of business structure? And so at some point, I used to, there's a, it's very easy to take that path and be sort of angry about the things that, that make you different and the things that you're not included in. And at some point, I sort of accepted that. And I was like, I'm just going to be better at what I do than anybody else. And they're not going to be able to deny me m- moving forward and moving up in the world that I want to be in. And I do think of that as my superpower, but there's a moment where you have to kind of accept it. I am not going to have the same journey as everybody else, but, but somehow that's going to make me stronger and better. Yeah. That's, that's so beautiful to hear. And even, you know, I resonate with that as well. And I think to your point, right, like a lot of people from the underrepresented communities, um, and creatives from under just people in general, like we always, I think share that sentiment of like, I have to do more and I have to, not even I have to do more, but I really have to be great um, in order to kind of take it to the next level. So thank you for sharing that. Are there any figures that, you know, inspired you to, as you were feeling like other, as you were, you know, feeling a little out, as an outsider, even though people loved you and loved working with you, is there, are there any creative or entrepreneurial figures that inspired um, you along that path to keep doing what you're doing and, and that you just kind of looked up to? I mean, it's an interesting one for me, but it, re- it was Lily Tomlin um, was doing work in the theater, which is where I started, um, and was just sort of being out and amazing and, and who she was and telling stories that mattered to her. Um, 
And she's had such a long and powerful career. And she was someone that I was definitely looking at. There were people that you, there's an animator named Sue Rose, who was someone who was one of the few sort of female showrunners um, back when I first came out to LA to work in this end of the business. There were few, there were a few little pockets of people, but in so many ways it is, it often felt like it wasn't the truth, but it often felt like you were, you were always, um, pounding out the fresh snow by yourself. And, and that can be exhausting, but it's also incredibly rewarding. That said, I'm thrilled that, that everything has changed now, right? No matter who you are, there is a community out there for you. And there are pathways um, that you can at least see that there is, there is a way to get to where you want to go. And you don't have to chart that on your own. I don't think that's a piece that is um that is mandatory to to get to to tell unique stories i i'm thrilled for people having an easier path right now um there's one other thing that that it's interesting to me that you that like i love the way you talk about entrepreneurship and artistic endeavors sort of in one sentence because i think that's often not the case and um this is a little off the path but i always felt like one of the big moments in my life um as a creative that that became very um, focusing for me was when I realized that I was an entrepreneur, that almost anyone who works in the creative field, um, whether it's TV, whether it's film, whether it's music, the reality is you're going from gig to gig and the only way you're ever gonna get where you're going is about total belief in yourself. You're selling yourself in every pitch meeting you're in, um, in every story you're telling, in every job you're trying to get. And the moment that you kind of accept that you are a creative, but you're also, I, a business person sounds harsher, but an entrepreneur is, is, those are places where you take power for yourself in this journey, which is a long-term journey for anyone who does it well. Agreed. Agreed. And, and I, the way you encapsulated it is so great. Just think like putting creativity and, and artistry and entrepreneurship in one sort of thing. And I like to look at that the yeah. way you put it. I don't think I've been able to articulate it as well myself, but you kind of nailed that for me. Thinking about your journey um, as, a, as a creative, as a creative entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, as a creative that's a part of the LGBTQ community, um, and that's been, you know, on the front lines uh, as far as like fighting, uh, not fighting, but just kind of advocating for equality, um, advocating for uh, just just equal rights and 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 just fairness in general. What does June and Pride Month mean to you, being a, a creative that's a part of this community? Well, first of all, I will go back and claim fighting because you know I, I came up in the in the late '80s, early '90s. Um, I was in Manhattan. Um, I was you know around the very ends of ACT UP and WAC, and um, yeah, we were fighting because we had to. Um, I always think there was great power back in the day in um, in in the true isolation of our community because we were so totally unaccepted and it was in the middle of the AIDS crisis and you were really facing um, uh, sort of objectively the idea that our country did not care whether we lived or died. And, uh, and that's a very powerful place to, to create from, both creating community, creating family, and creating artistic work. Um, 
I actually think there have been many years in between where we've been um, sort of placated by the sense that we were uh, that we were being accepted into the fold. Um, and, and, you know, this has been a really fast journey, especially for the LGBTQ community, specifically that from where I, you know, first came out in 1988 to now was, was faster than I could have imagined. But right now we need to be back fighting. Um, I think the, I think we've, I think we've peaked back under the sheets and I'll leave that as what I use as my metaphor. Um, and all of this stuff that we have not addressed in all of the otherness um, African-American, immigrants, LGBTQ, we have allowed ourselves to be um, told that we were on the inside when we have never been on the inside. And we are, we are being uh, marginalized yet again. Um, many communities are not safe, uh, are not, do not have the basic fundamental rights, and we need to be fighting. It doesn't mean, fight doesn't mean anger, um, is the other piece of it. And I would say that you know, having g gone through my 20s uh, in, in the late 80s, early 90s, I probably would have equated fighting with anger. But uh, uh, I don't think that's where we need to be. And I actually, I'm someone who writes and creates with a huge amount of love because I'm always creating the world I want to see. But, but we need to be fighting right now. And June for me is a reminder first of all, about how, how much has changed in one cycle of my life. And therefore, I must have faith that we will, we will rise again out of this dark place that we're in. But it, but it takes our communities um, gathering together, finding our allies, our allies speaking up, and all of us fighting and saying, this is, we're not going back. We're not, this is not acceptable. We must keep moving forward and we must face what's happening to all of us in this country and find a better way. This is Inspiration Narrative, an Age of the Creative original.